today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Derek and Jason here. Derek, Adam Levine, more women are coming forward saying that he had some sort of at least a textual affair with them, if that's an affair, I don't know. Yeah. But now there's this, like, people are lining up in two sides here, and I think it's an interesting question about the responsibility that these women, one woman in particular, had towards Adam Levine. Everybody knows he's a happily married, well, a married man. A married man. Right? <laughs> and Got two kids, married, a third one on the way. And so celebs are lining up on either side. Do we blame the woman for having the affair with a married man, or is it just... Adam Levine's fault. This is fascinating. Let's listen to this clip with uh, Sarah Foster and Emily Ratajkowski. Always going to be dogs. But like as women, we need to do. This is basically a part two. But I think a huge problem in our culture right now is that we just say, oh, men are monsters. They're terrible. They're horrible. We don't hold them accountable. And then we blame other women. We ask women to adjust their behavior instead of just saying men need to change their behavior it's sexism it's classic misogyny it's a question been asked for a million years right who bears the who bears the burden burden here of of being of not encouraging cheating or not cheating on uh, unsuspecting spouse. I think there's a reason this debate rages because uh, there are points to be made on either side. I would think the balance of blame, the large balance, if you have a scale, uh, lies with Adam Levine. He's the yeah. one with loyalties that go to Bahati Prinzu. He is in the relationship. He owes that duty to her. Um, however, Sumner Stroh doesn't really owe a duty of loyalty to Emily Ratajkowski. That's, that's why the alleged mistress. That's or, the alleged or, mistress, right. exactly. That's why That's why Emily Ratajkowski is saying she bears no wrongdoing in this. She was just sleeping with a guy who she liked or potentially sleeping with a guy who she liked. Uh, and Adam Levine is the one who did the wrong thing. I'm not so sure when a figure is so publicly known as married that Sumner, a person like Sumner, bears zero blame. When you can Google, you see him on red carpets all the time. Her awareness Look, of his marriage matters somewhat in her culpability. Sure. Matters sure. a little bit. They're, they're, sure. That's why we have the term homewrecker. Now, you may not like well, that term. I mean, we also we have lots of terms that that don't that mean that are antiquated and mean something that we no longer believe to be true. I I just What if she absolutely knew no, he was let, married let's, and let's desired just, to break up the relationship? Let's assume that yeah. she knew she was married, she was she was flirting with Adam Levine. Maybe you slept with Adam Levine. We don't know. Um but let's assume that's true. It, because you're not you, you you never you know in this world of social media things are a click away. It's pretty obvious he's married. I'm gonna assume that he she knew he was married. I still don't know what responsibility she has. We all have responsibilities to one another as human beings, I suppose. But if he is coming, I, I just think that his yeah. I guess she has some modicum of responsibility, but ultimately relative to him, it's timing. Well, relative to him, it's timing, and I'm not even sure like. I mean, I suppose there's something if she if she sought him out and lured him in, but even then. Like, we have responsibilities to our spouses. Right. She has no idea what his marital relationship is like. She knows he's married, but lots of people are married, and there's... And they say the residents are open or my marriage is falling apart. There's right. lots of reasons Especially you can tell a woman. Especially within the celebrity realm. It just, I, I just, to, to look at her and to say that you bear responsibility with it, it's such a side conversation that it, it it's an insult to side conversations. It, yeah. It's it's way out in the in the suburbs of this this conversation is. Right. I I agree. There's there's a there's some scenario where she's plotted against Bahati Prinzu for years and lied in wait where she would be seem like a bad person, like a vindictive person trying to ruin right. Bahati Prinzu's life. But all all of the other scenarios where Adam may have sweet talked her, Adam may have said, "I'm in a real which, by the way, the Adam facts said point all this. to here because they had this long text exchange. Can you blame her that he was fully enmeshed in, 
I, whatever. I, I just think it's a distraction to even have the conversation about her culpability. The conversation is about his, but even then, we don't know what his relationship. I mean, she's obviously, you know, it's obviously caused some serious damage to the relationship. He has come yes. out and he has apologized for his actions. He said there was no affair, but nevertheless, he went too far. I think that's the phrasing that he had. Cross the line. He's Cross right. the line. Yeah. Right? Look, he's taken some accountability. Is it enough? Emily Ratajkowski is saying, and she's going through a messy divorce now to give you some yeah. context where there are allegations of cheating by her husband. Uh, and she's saying, like, look, we shouldn't. Uh, just accept that men are dirty dogs. She's yeah. like, that's unacceptable. Right. They, they need to change their behavior, not women need to to sort of adjust themselves to account for the fact that men behave in this way. There's a point to be made there. I want to go back to a Adam Levine. Adam Levine is a guy who now people are coming out of the woodwork and he clearly has some sort of uh, predilection for 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 texting online. And that and that can be innocent and it can also be not innocent. And he's already made an apology about the ones with Sumner. What does this do to him though? He is a, he's a rock star. Does does Adam Levine exist in the in the public sphere as a squeaky clean guy or a guy who's tatted up that this is sort of okay and his image will survive because his image was never Dudley Do-Right. He I wasn't Tom Hanks. I think if we've learned anything during the course of the Me Too movement which sort of started in 2017ish is that there is nothing that musicians can do that will forever damn their career. Nothing. Except for R. Kelly. Well, I guess that's right. So yeah. I take back nothing. But there. You have but, to no, do look something at how extreme as, that was. How extreme yes. that is. It, there's, I, I don't believe this has any impact on his career. It doesn't have any impact. I mean, he has, the one thing it might have an impact on is he is the face of a number of products, right? Yes, uh, and he's the judge on a show. One. He's the judge. I don't think it affects the judge on the show. I think Maybe he's got not. the voice yeah. gig, and he just kind of goes through that. He is, though, the the spokesman, I, I know, proactive, uh, an acne clearing thing that, yes. he, that he's a spokesman for, and there are other things like that. Old school it, consumer good companies tend to not like this kind right, of press. Right, right, I agree with that. But, but that said, I, I really don't think it affects him very much. Yeah, I think I think it's a it's a case study of it, it has to be a, a very very extreme example. You have like sort of the R. Kelly's to divorce the person from their general persona. And Adam Levine is a rock star. Rock stars since the days of Mick Jagger are known as. Very sexual, I sexual for Lotharios. No, but you know yeah. what I mean. They're, they're yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. known for being out there and 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 sexually charged, and so this doesn't seem that far fetched. And therefore, I don't think it ruins him going forward. It may hurt his marriage, and he seems yep. to be trying to work yeah. on that. That yeah. I can't speak to. But in terms of whether he will exist as a celebrity anymore, I think so. I think he fine. rides through this. He's going to be just fine. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Speaking to of Chloe. people who exist solely as celebrities, Khloe Kardashian. Uh, season two of the Kardashians is getting right into Khloe Kardashian's secret surrogacy with Tristan Thompson, right? That they had this child together through apparently through surrogacy. They keep saying that. And I'm not sure I fully buy it, but nevertheless, they, take they, it at face value. Take I'm it not sure you value. can, but take it. Right, right, right. And and on the first on the episode of the show that came out, I think last night, Chloe is just bawling about while well, she's mentioned as she's bringing this up with her family. Oh, she's her in family. one of those testimonials too, saying, "I'm ready yeah. to talk about it, this." Right, and her family is sort of incredulous about this thing, and and she's coming for right. I, I am finally ready to talk about this. What what strike what can't help strike us is the way in which reality and uh, fiction and what they're doing for the show sort of come together. Nothing they do is for their actual lives. It is all for television. They're, I would say it somewhat differently. I would say their lives are public. It's Their lives are the public. So it's impossible to disentangle. I do think there's an element of reality to what you're watching because they exist 
solely in the public realm. Oh, I don't oh, think oh, you're on. able to you're, really you're disentangle. You're saying the dog is actually uh, wagging the tail here. You're saying that they're actually living their lives. We're just seeing every element of their lives on television. Yeah, and I think you see a, a very uh, sort of emphasized, highlighted version and an exaggerated version of what real life is. But I do think there's an element of reality I, simply because we're seeing every beat I of it. I disagree. You think there's an entirely private sphere that no, we don't know I about? Don't, no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I think that they are doing things in their real life with the purpose the of exploiting it on television. I think that Khloe Kardashian got chose to become, chose to... Uh, have a child with Tristan Thompson specifically for the content that it would Knowing make. there would be drama. Knowing there would be his, drama. Given Correct. His Correct. Propensity for cheating. If she finds some nice young man who she wants to marry and have a child with, that is boring. Boring Having television. a child with this serial cheater is good television. I'll tell you what is, so there's a part of this where she says, tearfully, I, you know, I'm ready to finally talk about this. And you can, you can question her sincerity, but she did. Can in, you? Yeah. Oh, you have obviously. I, I think <laughs> you, oh, oh you're not only allowed to; you should. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. So the part that really bothers me is not Chloe going in on this and saying I, I'm upset. You know, it's it's Chris Jenner's role. I see her as the the marionette, uh, the For puppeteer, sure. the grand yeah. puppet master, and she has a bit where she says. It's even more tearfully. It's so difficult to watch my daughter go through this. Oh, and there's something so hollow about Chris and so venal to me as a viewer watching a mother right. watch her daughter's pain for a storyline. That's and, grosser to me than the girl yes, expressing her pain yeah, as a yes. storyline. And, and, and doubling down on that, it just came out in the last couple of weeks that the Kardashians were likely behind the Ray J. Kim Kardashian sex tape. Yes, Kim it's on the on, heels of this, so that's where my heels mind of that, is. Right, yes. where Kim goes on and takes a, a quote-unquote lie detector test to say that she wasn't involved, but then Ray J starts releasing all these documents which show that at the very least Kim was acutely aware of the distribu distribution of the sex tape long before it happened, actually signed a contract and made a ton of money off of it. You have to call into question every one of these statements of, I hate watching my daughters go through these pain. Yes. You are creating the pain for television. Yes. Or or maybe there is no pain. Maybe they are so sort of And you're and you're the parent. Just, what 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 strikes me viscerally, you're a parent, I'm a parent. You set the values for your children. They yes. are just blobs, basically. Yes. And you sort of, you know, define them uh, as as life goes on. And when you who know better uh, sort of set this framework up and then everyone plays their part. Chloe yeah. plays her part, Kim plays her part and does the sex tape and you're sort of behind it in a deliberate way sort of orchestrating it. Yeah. It seems more wrong to me than the participants, than but, the actors in but, the play. But She's it, the director of the play. But ultimately, the, I think the question we have, is there anything wrong with it? Right? They, they've made themselves billionaires out of this, uh, a collective family sure. of billionaires, right? Sure. And, and are we just bringing our own values uh, that might be we don't want our daughters in sex tapes. We don't want them getting pregnant with men that cheat on them and they, they and they have no relationship with or it can't be a trusted relationship. We are just bringing our own values. Now, you and I may agree that our yeah. daughters, we would not like our daughters to have sex and have the world see it just for money. Yeah. But maybe that's our values and we're, we're judging them for, for it. I think you're right. We're certainly imposing sort of our values and, and sort of projecting them on Chris. I think Chris sleeps well at night. If the question is, does Chris think she's done wrong? Yeah, I, guess I don't it. think so. I, I think Chris it. thinks she built this family into an empire. And, right. and she did. She did. Now, at what and, cost and, and, well, she, is what, what right, I'm looking at. She would at, say there is no cost too high. 
Yes. Well, presumably she would or, say that. Or, or, or the cost is very high, but look what we've got. Like, right. you know, we, we, we right. really built an empire. Now, yes, it had some bad uh, elements to build it that way. A sex tape. I'm, I'm sure she's not proud of these things. But Ooh, she's also built a, a massively important and profitable enterprise. So you sure she's not worth proud it to of her? Them. You sure she's that's not sitting know. there? Well, going, that's sick. If she's proud of having. Well, well maybe not. I don't think it's sick, but but I think it's different than what different. you and I would choose, and maybe it's wrong to make value judgments like that. But I think there's something wrong with selling out your daughter the way she did. Yeah, I think there's a little bit. I, I watch them. We, we we are all very selling familiar with the with, with the Kardashian out. family. There's a bit of a sliding doors issues. I don't know that this family would have gone in this direction if they had stayed married to Robert Kardashian. You know, if he were around, do you think that his sort of influence on the family? Because I think of Bruce Jenner as just being sort of like, I don't know, rolled over. I don't know. know. (laughs) It's hard to say. But anyway, we're we're, we're saying that that the man who sold out to OJ Simpson would have been the moral compass of the family. (laughs) I'm not sure that holds much water out. Are you ready to shop? Ragaton's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Ragaton is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. All right, so let's move on to a sadder story. This is um, Adnan Syed. The the subject of the massively popular serial podcast is a free man. He is out of, of prison now. He's on house arrest for 30 days while prosecutors decide whether to recharge him or charge someone else else in the murder of Heyman Lee, who was murdered back right. in 1999. Now, the family has said they were, uh, the family of Heyman Lee the, uh, said they were blindsided by this. They didn't know anything was going to, he was going to be released. They, they right. have spent the last 23 years believing that right. Adnan Syed murdered their daughter and was paying the price for that by serving a, a sentence of life right. in prison. Uh, they're Let, upset. I, I'm going to put it right to you. Why yeah. are we looking at the wrong thing when we focus on the family's uh, unhappiness that he's been released because they think he did it? Because prosecutors don't represent victims. Right. They don't. It seems like they do. And that's why, uh, you know, I sort of want to clear the the record a little bit of how these things work. A prosecutor, when a crime is committed, is charged with making sure the accused uh, is is punished for the wrongdoing. The cops uh, arrest someone, they investigate. If there's enough there that they think they can convict someone beyond a reasonable doubt, they want to put that person away. They do not represent the interests of the victims. However, victims are often happy that prosecutors are putting someone away who murdered their family member. But you can't mistake who they represent. They represent the state. They represent civilization. They represent society's interest in uh, punishing wrongdoers. They do not represent victims getting blood justice. Yeah. So now, when the victim's family says, "Hey, we we're fine with him leaving as long as you have someone else to charge, or as long as you uh, you know uh, sort of run down these other two suspects, and right. then we're fine with it," that's not the way it works. The prosecutors want to say, "We don't have enough now that we feel confident." 
imprisoning Adnan Syed. That is independent of whether we have someone else to charge. We can't keep a guy locked up it, who we don't have confidence it, in our it, conviction. It's so important to, to recognize the distinction. Prosecutors are not saying they don't think Adnan Syed did it. They are saying two things. Number one, they made mistakes when it came to the original prosecution. They did not provide the defense certain potentially exculpatory evidence that they could have used in the defense of their client. Which is gigantic. This it is called is the Brady gig- Rule. You have to turn over potentially exculpatory evidence. Right. Evidence that tends to prove he's innocent. It, it, in no matter what we think, and Derek and I are both of the opinion, by the way, having dived into this once upon a time, that he committed this ki- the, this yeah. killing. Um, I really don't have that much doubt that he did. The evidence to me stacks up perfectly in favor of guilt. That doesn't change the fact that prosecutors made some serious, serious mistakes when they prosecuted him. And the sanction for that, as much as it may disgust us, is that he goes free. That's right. That's the way it goes. That's our criminal justice that system. Is We'd rather have system. guilty people go free than innocent people get convicted. Yes. That's now, just the way we've set it up. Now, the state's attorney has come forward and says she would like to recharge him and prosecute him again. This time, the defense will have all the evidence. It's very hard to prosecute somebody 25 years after a murder. It's just very, uh, yeah. very hard. Witnesses have died. Their memories have, have you know, sort of faded. Yes. Uh, Every, evidence has decayed over time. It's very, very hard. And in hard. this case, all those witnesses have talked to podcasters, have talked to documentarians. There's so many oh, the statements so out there. The record is so complicated. There's so many things that have been taken out of context and spun. It's just— And paneling it, a jury is more difficult. Everyone has thoughts on this case. Yes. It's been so widely publicized. It's very difficult. But, but putting that aside for a second, prosecutors had no choice. But to let him free, and, and it is not. Trust we, me, they're not happy right, about this. This right. is a this is a, a black yes. mark on a prosecutorial office to say, "Hey, we locked we up a guy up. and we we screwed up." They're yeah. not happy about this. Yeah, and it all goes back. You can take it for what it is. The old adage in our system of democracy, in our court system, that it is better to let ten guilty men go free than convict one to put one innocent man behind bars. Yeah. And that's our system. And take that for what it is. It's fascinating to see sort of the public's re- receipt of this information because a lot of people are saying, oh, finally justice is done. Adnan Syed was was wrongly convicted. It was a gross miscarriage of justice to lock him up for this ro- long. Uh, but now people are starting to look at the family and they're yeah. saying, well, this stinks for them. They yeah. had some sense of closure. Someone was locked up and now they're adrift and they still got a, a, a dead daughter that yeah. they're sort of mourning and, and bringing all these memories back. So it's, it's very interesting yeah. to see how the he did serve 22 years this. in prison. Um, so the, the family has some measure of you know, retribution for that. 22 sure. years, a long time. No, sure. no question about it. And they're so. not happy if, if Adnan didn't do it. They didn't want a kid locked up who they didn't, but they, they seem they to think he did. Think that they had the right person. Yeah. All right, uh, let's let's end on this, Derek. Yeah. Uh, should we talk about Mike Trout's illustrious career? <laughs> let's talk about Aaron Judge. You know, I so for those of you who don't know, I'm a huge Yankee fan. Yeah. Charles in our office is also a huge Yankee fan. Yeah. Jason is a Dodgers fan, yeah. but it is the year of the Yankees. And Aaron oh, well, Judge. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. I knew that wouldn't even pass yeah. much. The Dodgers are the best team in baseball, but the best player in baseball yes. this year has been Aaron Judge. It's pretty clear. Shohei Ohtani and, and, nah, and, and the close. Angels is quite good. Uh, but he had his 60th home run. That is such a magical number in baseball because it's Babe Ruth's number. And Babe Ruth was a Yankee. And he hit all those home runs. And now Aaron Judge has tied the single season mark that Babe Ruth originally said of 60 home runs and, in the season. And obviously that 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 mark was surpassed by Roger Maris in 1961. He had 61 home runs. But the big difference is that the season was expanded from 154 to 162 games. Roger Maris always had an asterisk next to his number because right. it took him seven uh, nine extra Ga- eight ex- extra games. Eight extra games. Took him eight extra games to do it. In this case, Aaron Judge has done it in fewer than 154 games. He's yeah. actually beaten Babe Ruth's record on its face. 
And we know that all the people in baseball history that have had more home runs than Aaron Judge and Roger Maris and Babe Ruth, all of them are tainted with this by steroids. Barry uh, Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, those are the guys. All, all of whom big roid dudes. I don't even want to say alleged. They're they're all big roid dudes. They've all been yeah. caught. They've all been the proof is is evident out there. Um and so it's one of the most remarkable things in the long and illustrious history of baseball. It, it really is. It's been it's been wonderful to watch. It's still going. There's about I think 15 games left in the season. It's likely that he's going to surpass Roger Maris and hold the record for the American League at least because that that record I, is 61. And I would say it's baseball's and probably record. baseball's record in a lot of people's minds. And it's just been a, a lot of fun. Now the playoffs a uh, different picture. Playoffs are different, but I want to go back to your greatest fear that you articulated to me this morning. What what is that? Aaron Judge gets uh, is, is oh, yeah, has I, PEDs. The, oh. He's tested and test positive. I, it's something that I, it causes some sleepless nights. I'll wake up in a in a cold sweat <laughs> sometimes. If he ever tests positive, it would be so horrendous for baseball because it's been such a feel good story. He seems so he well is. suited to this moment. I remember Roger Maris. The stories about Roger Maris were that his hair was falling out. A lot of yeah. people weren't rooting for him yeah. to surpass Babe. Everyone loves Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is one of the nicest guys in the world. Yeah. He's he's. He's you don't want to see that fall from grace because it would be a splash. Here, I, I, let's do a prediction right now. Aaron Judge famously turned down the Yankees like 12, mil, 12 year, 400 and some million dollar offer in the offseason. He's had one of the great seasons, offensive seasons in baseball history. In a contract year, no less. Yes. What is your average yearly prediction for the average yearly salary that uh, for Aaron Judge's next contract? He's going to get probably close to $40 million a year. He's oh, going to get probably $38 million a year. I go $45. $45 million? $45 million The Yankees can afford it. Yeah, they sure can. They're one of the only, the other team that can afford it? The Dodgers. <laughs> Dodgers can afford it. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for us today. Uh, download the podcast, and we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah.